Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sean Mike Podcast. I felt like it was an important time to to follow up after after that game against Illinois. I feel like right now, like there's like it's been in previous years, different different eras. We're kind of at this crossroads again, or at least a lot of the fan base is feeling like we're at a crossroads with where the team's at. This was a game where Nebraska was expected to be, if not very competitive, I would, you know, Nebraska was favored to win the game in a lot of places. So, I mean, it was expected that Nebraska was going to be able to, you know, not only win the game, but most likely win the game, you know, in in a pretty good fashion, you know, without having it be too competitive. And, of course, the opposite happened. You know, we look at that first play of the game, I would argue that was, in my opinion, very controversial. I thought that, at the very, at the very least, if it wasn't, you know, a forward pass, it deserved a little bit of a quicker, you know, a closer look. It felt like when they were actually examining everything, that I just don't know if they landed on the right decision. I thought the ball went forward. That's not what they ruled. So right away, first play of the game, you know, that started off with. A turnover, you know, short field, defense in a tough spot. You know, if your defense can only give up a field goal or if they can find a way to not give up any points, that's great. But that's not typically what you see in that situation. So that definitely was a very difficult beginning to the game. But, yeah, you know, you know, you never want to be critical of kids and whatnot, especially when you're looking at, you know, keep saying this, you know, Time after time, Nebraska always feel like it's been a young team, you know. You know, it's, that's how it's been under Frost. You know, they've got a young lineup and whatnot, you know, young kids. you got some experienced players mixed in, but you do got a lot of youth on this team as well. But I just think it's interesting, you know, the way that game went. I mean, I honestly wasn't sure what to think when the final score was done just because – it wasn't the result I was expecting. I mean, if you lose a game like that, you're expecting to lose a, a close one. You're not expecting it to be, you know, that lopsided, you know, against a team the caliber of Illinois. I mean, can't take anything away from them. I mean, Lovey Smith definitely had them ready to play. I mean, they definitely showed up and had, you know, a good game. I mean, you can't take that away. I mean, they definitely were able to do some things against Nebraska, that's for sure. But definitely not what we were expecting heading into that. But here's the problem that I feel like we're running into, you know, the fan base and just expectations. I think the thing that we're really going to have to take a hard look at is, is I think we just have different things within the fan base. I feel like we've got those people where, you know, every year, you know, maybe they're expecting Nebraska to compete for a national championship. Every year they're expecting Nebraska to win every game. And while I like that attitude, and while I think that's a good attitude to have, you know, at a certain point, I just don't think that's realistic. For sure, not right now. You know, you know, maybe we can get there. But, I mean, when Nebraska was so relevant in the 90s, constantly winning national championships, constantly being competitive, you know, that was a different era. You could have really as many scholarship players as you wanted. Your four-string running back could be, you know, able to be a starting running back at Oklahoma or Texas or, you know, any major program in the con- in the country back in the day. That's just not the way it works anymore. 
know, with scholarship limits, you know, you might have a kid that's playing at, you know, Texas A&M, or playing at Baylor, where back in the day they wouldn't have had that chance. So, I mean, it's just not the same era. So, I don't think we're ever going to get to a point to where, I mean, obviously you got your Alabamas of the world where they're winning, you know, time after time, LSUs, you know, a lot of these SEC schools, different, different you know, even Clemson, though, I mean, being an ACC school. So, I mean, there definitely are programs that are able to constantly be at that elite level. But by and large, most teams in the country just aren't at that point to where they're constantly in, you know, the national championship picture. Definitely get those select few, those elite few. But we're just not there yet. So, I mean, that's you've got that portion of the fan base. And then you hate to say this, I feel like there's a portion of the fan base where... You know, it's tough to say where they're at. I mean, when things are going great, you know, they're really happy about where the team's at overall. When things are going great, they feel like, you know, they always want to stay with the team. They always want to be with the team. But it's almost like when things go wrong, they're kind of looking for that little bit of negativity. I mean, you hate to say that, but you do get people that are like that, where when things start to turn a certain direction, you know, it's like, oh, well... This team sucks, or this coach sucks, or whatever. And the problem, and I guess the thing that I've run into that, that makes me a little bit frustrated, a little bit irritated as a fan of the Huskers is, it seems like it doesn't matter who the coach is. You know, whether it's Bellini, whether it's Mike Riley, go back to Frank Solage, even Tom Osborne, you know, when he was winning championships. I mean, you would always have those people where they were like, see... Look at that play call. Look at that decision. See, look at what Scott Frost did. I knew it was going to be a good fit. I knew there was a lot of hype. And I'm not saying that you're not allowed to have valid concerns and you're not allowed to have your opinion. But when it happens, you know, time after time, different coaching staffs, different iterations, it does kind of make you wonder. I mean, is it... Is it always the coach's fault? I mean, is there no coach that can come to Nebraska that can that can put up the results that you're expecting? Or is there something more to it? And like I said, you know, I'm I'm never gonna say that that a coach doesn't deserve criticism. I'm never gonna tell you to have your opinion and everything, but when it's constantly the same thing, different coaches and, I mean, I hate to say, you know, same thing with, with quarterbacks I've noticed, too. I mean, you look at, we've we've always done this with quarterbacks. Like like with Martinez this year. And, I mean, you can go back to the quarterbacks. I know quarterbacks have, you know, a very unique position, of course. And like I said, you know, people are going to have their opinions. But we always get someone where the fan base is really excited. It, it kind of goes back to that 90s mentality. It's... Hey, this quarterback's going to be a Heisman Trophy winner. You know, he, he's having a great freshman year. I mean, this this kid's going to win the Heisman. This kid's going to be one of the best ever at Nebraska. And then they get to their sophomore year, and they have a little bit of struggles, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden the QB's no good anymore, and all of a sudden we need to go to the backup QB. I mean, you're allowed to have your opinion. Like I said, I mean, I'm not going to be critical of you, and I think that, you know, you look at that team, I mean, you look at how McCaffrey stepped in, and, I mean, there's clearly issues beyond quarterback. I mean, we, 
I think QB has been a little bit of a unique spot this year for the Huskers. But once again, you you always go back. I mean, you you look at these guys in the past with, you know, you're looking at Taylor Martinez. You're looking at, you know, quarterbacks of yesteryear and everything. And, you know, Tommy Armstrong, I mean, he can do something and he can't do certain things. And like I said, I mean, we've definitely, QB is a very, it's another one of those positions. I mean, you're only going to have so many elite-level QBs, especially in college. I mean, that, that's just the way it is. I mean, you're going to have it to where you're going to have your high-level, efficient QBs. You're going to have some that are, you know, elite. You're going to have some that are middle of the road. You're going to have some that struggle a little bit. But you're never going to have the, these perfect QBs. I mean, you're not going to have NFL-level QBs. I mean, if you do, I mean, you cherish that because you just don't get that all the time. You rarely get that. So, I mean, once again, I mean, is it always the quarterback's fault? I mean, is it always one of those things where do you feel like every QB that Nebraska's ever brought in is just, you know, always going to be a Heisman Trophy winner one year and then the next year you get, and then all of a sudden they're not a valid player anymore? It's this whole thing's a long build, and I think what's tough about it, honestly, for people is people don't like to hear this in life. People don't like to hear this in sports. But if you have a company, for example, that's struggling a lot, and then you want to bring in, you know, a high-level CEO or someone that's had success elsewhere, kind of you know, drawing an analogy of Frost. I mean, someone that's had success at, let's say, a smaller company, for example. And they're coming into changes because you could look at, you know, UCF's conference, you know, being a little bit of a different conference, different competition. So stay with me there. But if you're going to bring someone that's going to be your CEO and let's just say the company has done the absolute worst things, are you expecting that company to really be, you know, fully transformed after after a small amount of time on a job? Are you expecting it just to be an instant turnaround? If you're building everything, if you're changing everything from the ground up, I'd make the argument no, that you're not expecting it to be, you know, an instant turnaround. And like I said, I understand, I understand the way that the way that this game works now. I get it. In college football, it's it's you know, it's kind of reached this point where it's like, hey, you got a couple years, you got time to turn it around. And, you know, that's where you're at. I mean, that's the time you've got. But, I mean, when you look at where Nebraska's been at historically, you know, how we've constantly cycled through all these coaches and everything, I guess I just wonder if, I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying that you're not allowed to have your opinion, but if you get rid of Scott Frost, you know, if you start to cycle again, then, then aren't you kind of just starting the same cycle that's got us here? Aren't you kind of always making it to where, well, yeah, we tried out that coach, but, you know, three or four years in, we got rid of him. You know, it's time time to start up on a new one. You know, if you're looking at sports and you're looking at different, especially football, you know, different professions, just look at the teams. I mean, the teams that have success have very few coaches within, you know, like a 15-year stretch. I mean, look at the Patriots, for example. Belichick's been – I know. Don't harp on me on this. I know Patriots are kind of pull, you know, polarizing. But you know, Belichick's been at that spot. You know, he's had success. He's been there a while. You know, Andy Reid. I mean, always. He, you know, he's coached the Eagles and he's coached the Chiefs. And it, you know, overall, you know, he's had success. You know, people knocked him, but then he was able to win the Super Bowl with Mahomes. So I mean, 
he's been a stable presence. I mean, these teams that are cranking through coaches, you know, once every three or four years are not the stable programs or not the programs that are in a good spot. So overall, that's kind of my message coming out of this game. I mean, I was disappointed with what I, with what I saw overall. But I don't think you can judge a whole tenure off one game. I know that there have been other examples, but at the same time, I feel like the thing you're going to have to look at with this team is they were banking on, Martin, on Martinez being at a certain point. I, I don't think he truly got to that point that they were expecting. You know, we're seeing the offensive line have, have struggled protecting, you know, making it to where whoever the quarterback is, whether it's Martinez or McCaffrey, having to step up more in the pocket, having to make more plays, you know, on the go. You know, we saw a defense where they looked great. You know, they had, they had a lot of great moments. You know, they gave up yards last week, but overall – you know, my big thing is you can give up a lot of yards. If you're buckling down when you're in the red zone, if you're making some stops, it's going to be a big thing. That clearly didn't happen this week. You know, that wasn't the case. You know, you're getting penalties that are hurting the team, that are putting them in a bad spot. But at the same time, I also look at these recruiting classes that Frost is bringing in, and it feels like he is able to bring in more talent than what I've seen out of previous head coaches and previous regimes, so it seems like the talent level is increasing compared to where it was. So my message would be, don't be a Fairweather fan. I mean, have your opinion, you know, vocalize it if you feel like it's necessary, but just quit complaining when you feel like that, I guess my message is quit complaining. I mean, you got to be in it for the long haul. I mean, no matter what I can tell you from my personal experience, I'm always going to be a Husker fan, you know, win, lose, or draw. And I think overall, you know, quit being, you know, high on the team after they, you know, beat Ohio State and quit saying that you're not going to be a Husker fan after they lose to Illinois. I think we just need a little bit more consistency, and I'm looking forward to see what this team can do, what this team can accomplish. But overall, that's my mindset. So, I appreciate anyone taking time to listen to Sean Mike podcast today. This one was a little bit, you know, less numbers based, more just giving my opinions on the Oscars, you know, my opinions on where things are at as a fan base right now. But thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Sean Mike my podcast. Uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks.